Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. I am Harriet and I will be reading for you today. And actually I will be reading a couple of episodes, a couple of days, because as the last day of Pesach, the Yom Tov and the Shabbat flowed into one day, uh, we are catching up on those days and we very much apologize. I don't think it has happened before in six years of recording. And we're so sorry. I will be reading first now for the 23rd of April or the 22nd of Nisan on the Hebrew calendar. This is Shabbat and Pesach Day 8 for those of you who are in the nations. Uh, it is customary among the Jewish people since ancient times to double the festival Sabbath, the Yom Tov, outside of Israel. So on Friday was our last day of Pesach, and now in the nations this is your last day of Pesach, the Shabbat. But we still had Shabbat. So now I will be doing this reading. The Torah portions are 2, Deuteronomy 14.22 through 16.17, and Numbers 28 19 through 25. Before we start reading, let's bless the Lord and thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. First, the scripture from Deuteronomy. You shall surely tithe all the increase of your seed, that which comes out of the field year by year. You shall eat before the Lord your God in the place which he chooses to cause his name to dwell, the tithe of your grain, of your new wine, and of your oil, and the firstborn of your herd and of your flock that you may learn to fear the Lord your God always. If the way is too long for you, so that you are not able to carry it, because the place which the Lord your God shall choose to set his name there is too far for you. When the Lord your God blesses you, then you shall turn it into money. Bind up the money in your hand, and you shall go to the place which the Lord your God shall choose. You shall trade the money for whatever your soul desires, for cattle, or for sheep, or for wine, or for strong drink, or for whatever your soul asks of you. You shall eat there before the Lord your God, and you shall rejoice, you and your household. You shall not forsake the Levite who is within your gates, for he has no portion nor inheritance with you. At the end of every three years you shall bring all the tithe of your increase in the same year and shall store it within your gates. The Levite, because he has no portion nor inheritance with you, as well as the foreigner living among you, the fatherless and the widow who are within your gates shall come and shall eat and be satisfied, that the Lord your God may bless you in all the work of your hand which you do. 
At the end of every seven years, you shall have a Shemitah. This is the way the Shemitah shall be done. Every creditor shall release that which he has lent to his neighbor. He shall not require payment from his neighbor and his brother, because the release of the Lord has been proclaimed. Of a foreigner you may require it, but whatever of yours is with your brother, your hand shall release. However, there will be no poor with you, for the Lord will surely bless you in the land which the Lord your God gives you, for an inheritance to possess, if only you diligently listen to the voice of the Lord your God, to observe to do all this mitzvah which I command you today. For the Lord your God will bless you, as he promised you. You will lend to many nations, but you will not borrow. You will rule over many nations, but they will not rule over you. If a poor man, one of your brothers, is with you within any of your gates in your land which the Lord your God gives you, you shall not harden your heart, nor shut your hand from your poor brother, but you shall surely open your hand to him and shall surely lend him sufficient for his need, which he lacks. Beware that there not be a wicked thought in your heart, saying, The seventh year, the year of Shemitah, is at hand, and your eye be evil against your poor brother, and you give him nothing. And he cry to the Lord against you, and it be sin to you. You shall surely give, and your heart shall not be grieved when you give to him. Because it is for this thing the Lord your God will bless you in all your work and in all that you put your hand to. For the poor will never cease out of the land. Therefore I command you to surely open your hand to your brother, to your needy, and to your poor in your land. If your brother, a Hebrew man or a Hebrew woman, is sold to you and serves you six years, then in the seventh year you shall let him go free from you. When you let him go free from you, you shall not let him go empty. You shall furnish him liberally out of your flock, out of your threshing floor, and out of your winepress. As the Lord your God has blessed you, you shall give to him. You shall remember that you were a slave in the land of Mitzrayim, and the Lord your God redeemed you. Therefore I command you this thing today. It shall be, if he tells you, I will not go out from you, because he loves you and your house, because he is well with you. Then you shall take an awl and thrust it through his ear to the door, and he shall be your servant forever. Also to your female servant you shall do likewise. It shall not seem hard to you when you let him go free from you, for he has been double the value of a hired hand as he served you six years. The Lord your God will bless you in all that you do. You shall dedicate all the firstborn males that are born of your herd and of your flock to the Lord your God. You shall do no work with the firstborn of your herd, 
nor shear the firstborn of your flock. You shall eat it before the Lord your God, year by year, in the place which the Lord shall choose, you and your household. If it has any blemish, if it is lame or blind, or has any serious blemish, you shall not sacrifice it to the Lord your God. You shall eat it within your gates. The unclean and the clean shall eat it alike, as the gazelle and as the deer. Only you shall not eat its blood. You shall pour it out on the ground like water. Observe the month of Aviv and celebrate Pesach to the Lord your God. For in the month of Aviv, the Lord your God brought you out of Mitzrayim by night. You shall sacrifice the Pesach to the Lord your God of the flock and the herd in the place which the Lord shall choose to cause his name to dwell there. You shall eat no chametz with you with it. You shall eat matzah with it seven days, even the bread of affliction. For you came out of the land of Mitzrayim in haste, that you may remember the day when you came out of the land of Egypt all the days of your life. No chametz shall be seen with you in all your borders seven days, neither shall any of the meat which you sacrifice the first day at evening, remain all night until the morning. You may not sacrifice the Pesach within any of your gates which the Lord your God gives you, but at the place which the Lord your God shall choose to cause his name to dwell it. There you shall sacrifice the Pesach at evening, at the going down of the sun, at the season, that you came out of Mitzrayim. You shall roast and eat it in the place which the Lord your God chooses. In the morning you shall return to your tents. Six days you shall eat matzot. On the seventh day shall be a solemn assembly to the Lord your God. You shall do no work. You shall count for yourselves seven weeks. From the time you begin to put the sickle to the standing grain, you shall begin to count seven weeks. You shall keep the feast of Shavuot to the Lord your God with a tribute of a freewill offering of your hand, which you shall give according to how the Lord your God has blessed you. You shall rejoice before the Lord your God, you, your son, your daughter, your male servant, your female servant, the Levite who is within your gates, the foreigner, the fatherless, and the widow who are among you, in the place which the Lord your God shall choose to cause his name to dwell there. You shall remember that you were a slave in Mitzrayim. You shall observe and do these statutes. You shall keep the feast of Sukkot seven days after you have gathered in from your threshing floor and from your winepress. You shall rejoice in your feast, you, your son, your daughter, your male servant, your female servant, the Levite, the foreigner, the fatherless and the widow who are within your gates. You shall keep a feast to the Lord your God seven days in the place which the Lord chooses 
because the Lord your God will bless you in all your increase and in all the work of your hands, and you shall be altogether joyful. Three times a year all of your males shall appear before the Lord your God in the place which he chooses, in the Feast of Matzot, in the Feast of Shavuot, and in the Feast of Sukkot. They shall not appear before the Lord empty. Every man shall give as he is able, according to the Lord your God's blessing, which he has given you. That was Deuteronomy 14.22-16.17. through 16, 17. Our second reading from the Torah is today, Numbers chapter 28, verses 19 through 25. But you shall offer an offering made by fire, a burnt offering to the Lord, two young bulls, one ram, and seven male lambs a year old. They shall be without blemish, with their grain offering, fine flour mixed with oil, you shall offer three tenths for a bull and two tenths for the ram. You shall offer one tenth for every lamb of the seven lambs and one male goat for a sin offering to make atonement for you. You shall offer these in addition to the burnt offering of the morning, which is for a continual burnt offering. In this way you shall offer daily for seven days the food of the offering made by fire, of a pleasant aroma to the Lord. It shall be offered in addition to the continual burnt offering and its drink offering. On the seventh day you shall have a holy convocation. You shall do no regular work. That was Numbers 28, 19-25. It is Shabbat, so our prophet portion or portion from the prophets is called a Haftarah. And it is today the prophet Isaiah or Yeshayahu, chapter 10, verse 32 through chapter 12 and verse 6. This very day he will halt at Nob. He shakes his hand at the mountain of the daughter of Zion, the hill of Jerusalem. Behold, the Lord Elohei Svaot will lop the bows with terror. The tall will be cut down, and the lofty will be brought low. He will cut down the thickets of the forest with iron, and Lebanon will fall by the mighty one. A shoot will grow from the stump of Jesse and a branch from his roots will bear fruit. The Ruach of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. His delight will be in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor decide by the hearing of his ears but he will judge the poor with righteousness and decide with equity for the humble of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he will kill the wicked. Righteousness will be the belt of his waist 
and faithfulness the belt of his waist. The wolf will live with the lamb, and the leopard will lie down with the young goat. The calf, the young lion, and the fattened calf together, and a little child will lead them. The cow and the bear will graze, their young ones will lie down together. And the lion will eat straw like an ox. The nursing child will play near a cobra's hole, and the weaned child will put his hand on the viper's den. They will not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord, as the waters covers the sea. It will happen in that day that the nations will seek the root of Jesse, who stands as a banner of the peoples, and his resting place will be glorious. It will happen in that day that the Lord will set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant that is left of his people from Assyria and Mitzrayim, from Pathros and from Cush, from Elam and Shinar, from Hamat and from the islands of the sea. He will set up a banner for the nations and will assemble the outcasts of Israel and gather together the dispersed of Yehuda from the four corners of the earth. The envy also of Ephraim will depart and those who persecute Yehuda will be cut off. Ephraim will not envy Yehuda and Yehuda will not persecute Ephraim. They will fly down on the shoulders of the Philistines on the west. Together they will plunder the children of the east. They will extend their power over Edom and Moab, and the children of Ammon will obey them. And the Lord will utterly destroy the tongue of the Egyptian sea, and with his scorching wind he will wave his hand over the river, and will split it into seven streams and cause men to march over in sandals. There will be a highway for the remnant that is left of his people from Assyria, like there was for Israel in the days that he came up out of the land of Egypt. In that day you will say, I will give thanks to you, Lord, for though you were angry with me, your anger has turned away and you comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord, Yah, is my strength and song, and He has become my salvation. With joy you will draw water out of the wells of salvation. In that day you will say, Give thanks to the Lord, call on His name, declare His doings among the peoples, Proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done excellent things. Let it be known in all the earth. Cry aloud and shout, you inhabitant of Zion, for the Holy One of Israel is great among you. That was Isaiah 10, 32 through 12, 6. Now we have arrived to the portion of the writings. It's a very special um, scripture. It is the entire Song of Songs, chapters 1 through 8. You might be familiar with that uh, all the biblical feasts 
have a scroll of their own read in the synagogues and the Beit Knesset's um, in Israel and over the world. And for Pesach, it is the Song of Songs, Shir Hashirim. The Song of Songs, which is Shlomo's. Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth, for your love is better than wine. Your oils have a ple- pleasing fragrance, your name is oiled poured out. Therefore the maidens love you. Draw me after you, let us run. The king has brought me into his chambers. We will be glad and rejoice in you. We will praise your love more than wine. Rightly do they love you. I am dark but lovely, you daughters of Jerusalem, like Kedar's tents, like Shlomo's curtains. Do not stare at me because I am dark, because the sun has scorched me. My mother's sons were angry with me. They made me keeper of the vineyards. I have not kept my own vineyard. Tell me, you whom my soul loves, where you graze your flock, where you rest them at noon. For why should I be as one who is veiled beside the flocks of your companions? If you do not know, most beautiful among women, follow the tracks of the sheep. Grace your young goats beside the shepherd's tents. I have compared you, my love, to a steed in Paros chariots. Your cheeks are beautiful with earrings, your neck with strings of jewels. We will make you earrings of gold with studs of silver. While the king sat at his table, my perfume spread its fragrance. My beloved is to me a sachet of myrrh that lies between my breasts. My beloved is to me a cluster of henna blossoms from the vineyards of Engedi. Behold, you are beautiful, my love. Behold, you are beautiful. Your eyes are like doves. Behold, you are beautiful, my beloved, yes, pleasant, and our couch is green. The beams of our house are cedars, our rafters are firs. I am a rose of Sharon, a lily of the valleys. As a lily among thorns, so is my love among the daughters. As the apple tree among the trees of the wood, so is my beloved among the sons. I sat down under his shadow with great delight. His fruit was sweet to my taste. He brought me to the banquet hall, and his banner over me is love. Strengthen me with raisins, refresh me with apples, for I am faint with love. His left hand is under my head, and his right hand embraces me. I adjure you, daughters of Jerusalem, by the rose, or by the hands of the field, that you do not stir up nor awaken love until it so desires. The voice of my beloved, behold, he comes, leaping on the mountains, skipping on the hills. My beloved is like a gazelle or a young stag. Behold, he stands behind our wall, he looks in at the windows, he glances through the lattice. My beloved spoke and said to me, Rise up, my love, my beautiful one, and come away. For behold, the winter is past, 
the rain is over and gone. The flowers appear on the earth, the time of the singing has come, and the voice of the turtle dove is heard in our land. The fig tree ripens her green figs, the vines are in blossom, they give out their fragrance. Arise, my love, my beautiful one, and come away. My, <clears throat> excuse me, my dove in the clefts of the rock, in the hiding places of the mountainside, let me see your face, let me hear your voice, for your voice is sweet and your face is lovely. Catch for us the foxes, the little foxes that plunder the vineyards, for our vineyards are in blossom. My beloved is mine, and I am his. He browses among the lilies. Until the day is cool and the shadows flee away, turn, my beloved, and be like a gazelle or a young deer of the mountains of Beter. By night on my bed, I sought him whom my soul loves. I sought him, but I did not find him. I will get up now and go about the city, in the streets and in the squares. I will seek him whom my soul loves. I sought him, but I did not find him. The watchmen who go about the city found me. Have you seen him whom my soul loves? I had scarcely passed from them. When I found him whom my soul loves, I held him and would not let him go until I had brought him into my mother's house, into the room of her who conceived me. I adjure you, daughters of Jerusalem, by the rose or by the hinds of the field, that you do not stir up nor awaken love until it so desires. Who is this who comes up from the wilderness like pillars of smoke, perfumed with myrrh and frankincense, with all spices of the merchant. Behold, it is Shlomo's carriage. Sixty men, sixty mighty men are around it, of the mighty men of Israel. They all handle the sword and are expert in war. Every man has his sword on his thigh because of fear in the night. King Shlomo made himself a carriage of the wood of Lebanon, he made its pillars of silver, its bottom of gold, its seat of purple, the middle of it being paved with love from the daughters of Jerusalem. Go out, you daughters of Zion, and see King Shlomo, with a crown with which his mother has crowned him in the day of his weddings, in the day of the gladness of his heart. Behold, you are beautiful, my love, Behold, you are beautiful. Your eyes are like doves behind your veil. Your hair is like a flock of goats that descends the Mount Gilad. Your teeth are like <clears throat> your teeth are like a newly shorn flock which have come up from the washing, where every one of them has twins, and none is bereaved among them. Your lips are like a scarlet thread, and your mouth is lovely. Your temples are like a piece of pomegranate behind your veil. Your neck is like David's tower, built for an armory, on which a thousand shields hang, 
all the shields of the mighty men. Your two breasts are like two fawns that are twins of a gazelle, which feed among the lilies. Until the day is cool and the shadows flee away, I will go to the mountain of myrrh, to the hill of frankincense. You are all beautiful, my love, and there is no spot in you. Come with me from Lebanon, my bride, with me from Lebanon. Look from the top of Amana, from the top of Sunir and Hermon, from the lions' dens, from the mountains of the leopards. You have ravished my heart, my sister, my bride. You have ravished my heart with one of your eyes, with one chain of your neck. How beautiful is your love, my sister, my bride. How much better is your love than wine, the fragrance of your perfumes than all kinds of spices. Your lips, my bride, drip like the honeycomb. Honey and milk are under your tongue. The smell of your garments is like the smell of Lebanon. My sister, my bride, is a locked-up garden, a locked-up spring, a sealed fountain. Your shoots are an orchard of pomegranates with precious fruits, henna with spikenard plants, spikenard and saffron, calamus and cinnamon, with every kind of incense tree, myrrh and aloes with the all all the best spices. A fountain of gardens, a well of living waters, flowing streams from Lebanon. Awake, north wind, and come you south. Blow on my garden, that its spices may flow out. Let my beloved come into his garden and taste his precious fruits. I have come into my garden, my sister, my bride. I have gathered my myrrh with my spice. I have eaten my honeycomb with my honey. I have drunk my wine with my milk. Eat, O friends, drink. Yes, drink abundantly, O beloved. I was asleep, but my heart was awake. It is the voice of my beloved who knocks. Open to me, my sister, my love, my dove, my perfect one. For my head is filled with dew, and my hair with the dampness of the night. I have taken off my robe, indeed, must I put it on? I have washed my feet, indeed, must I soil them? My beloved thrust his hand in through the latch opening, and my heart pounded for him. I rose up to open for my beloved, and my hands were dripped with myrrh, my fingers with liquid myrrh, on the handles of the lock. I opened to my beloved, but my beloved left and had gone away. My heart went out when he spoke. I looked for him, but I did not find him. I called him, but he did not answer. The watchmen who go about the city found me. They beat me. They bruised me. The keepers of the walls took my cloak away from me. I adjure you, daughters of Jerusalem, if you find my beloved, that you tell him that I am faint with love. How is your beloved better than another beloved, you fairest among women? How is your beloved better than another beloved, that you do so adjure us? 
My beloved is white and ruddy, the best among ten thousand. His head is like the purest gold. His hair is bushy, black as a raven. His eyes are like doves beside the water brooks, washed with milk, mounted like jewels. His cheeks are like a bed of spices with towers of perfumes. His lips are like lilies, drop, dropping liquid myrrh. His hands are like the rings of gold set with beryl. His body is like ivory work overlaid with sapphires. His legs are like pillars of marble set on sockets of fine gold. His appearance is like Lebanon, excellent as the cedars. His mouth is sweetness. Yes, he is altogether lovely. This is my beloved, and this is my friend, O daughters of Jerusalem. Where has your beloved gone, you fairest among women? Where has your beloved turned, that we may seek him with you? My beloved has gone down to his garden, to the beds of spices, to pasture his flock in the gardens, and to gather lilies. I am my beloved's, and my beloved is mine. He feeds among the lilies. You are beautiful, my love, as Tilsa, lovely as Jerusalem, awesome as an army with banners. Turn away your eyes from me, for they have overcome me. Your hair is like a flock of goats that lie along the side of Gilad. Your teeth are like a flock of sheep which have come up from the washing, of which every one has twins, not one is bereaved among them. Your temples are like a piece of the pomegranate behind your veil. There are sixty queens, eighty concubines, and virgins without number. My dove, my perfect one, is unique. She is her mother's only daughter. She is the favorite one of her who bore her. The daughters saw her and called her blessed. The queens and the concubines saw her, and they praised her. Who is she who looks out as the morning, beautiful as the moon, clear as the sun, and awesome as an army with banners? I went down into the nut tree grove to see the green plants of the valley, to see whether the vine budded and the pomegranates were in flower. Before I was aware, my soul set me up on the chariots of my princely people. Return, return, O Sholomite, return, return that we may gaze at you. Why do you desire to gaze at the Sholomite, as at the dance of Mahanaim? How beautiful are your feet in sandals, O prince's daughter! Your rounded thighs are like jewels, the work of the hands of a skillful workman. Your navel is round like a round basin that never lacks mixed wine. Your belly is like a heap of wheat set about with lilies. Your two breasts are like two fawns that are twins of a gazelle. Your neck is like an ivory tower. Your eyes are like the pools in Heshbon by the gate of Batrabim. Your nose is like the tower of Lebanon which looks toward Damascus. Your head upon you is like Carmel, and the hair of your head like purple. The king is held captive in his tresses. How beautiful and how pleasant you are. O oh, love, 
for delights. This, your stature, is like a palm tree, and your breasts are like its fruit. I said, I will climb up into the palm tree and will take hold of its fruit. Let your breasts be like clusters of the vine, the smell of your breath like apples. Your mouth is like the best wine that goes down smoothly for my beloved, gliding through the lips of those who are asleep. I am my beloved's and his desire is towards me. Come, my beloved, let us go out into the field. Let us lodge in the villages. Let us go early up to the vineyards. Let us see whether the vine has budded, its blossom is open, and the pomegranates are in flower. There I will give you my love. The mandrakes produce fragrance. At our doors are all kinds of precious fruits, new and old, which I have stored up for you, O my beloved. Oh, that you were like my brother, who nursed from the breasts of my mother. If I found you outside, I would kiss you, yes, and no one would despise me. I would lead you, bringing you into the house of my mother, who would instruct me. I would have you drink spiced wine of the juice of my pomegranate. His left hand would be under my head, and his right hand would embrace me. I adjure you, daughters of Jerusalem, that you do not stir up nor awaken love until it so desires. Who is this who comes up from the wilderness, leaning on her beloved? Under the apple tree I arose to you. There my mother conceived you. There she was in labor and bore you. Set me as a seal on your heart, as a seal on your arm, for love is strong as death. Jealousy is as cruel as Sheol. Its flashes are flashes of fire, of blazing flame. Many waters cannot quench love, neither can floods drown it. If a man would give all the wealth of his house for love, he would be utterly despised. We have a little sister, and she has no breasts. What shall we do for our sister in the day when she is to be spoken for? If she is a wall, we will build on her a turret of silver. If she is a door, we will enclose her with boards of cedar. I am a wall, and my breasts like towers. Then I was in his eyes like one who found Shalom. Shlomo had a vineyard at Baal Hamon. He leased out the vineyard to keepers. Each was to bring a thousand shekels of silver for its fruits. My own vineyard is before me. The thousand are for you, Shlomo, and two hundred for those who tend its fruits. You who dwell in the gardens, with friends in attendance, let me hear your voice. Come away, my beloved, and be like a gazelle or a young stag on the mountains of spices. That was Song of Songs, or Shir HaShirim, chapters 1 through 8. And our final portion today is the Apostolic Writings, where we will read Romans chapter 6, verses 1 through 11. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? May it never be. 
we who died to sin, how could we live in it any longer? Or do you not know that all we who were immersed into Messiah Yeshua were immersed into his death? Therefore we were buried with him through immersion into death, that just as Messiah was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we also might walk in newness of life. For if we have become unified with him in the likeness of his death, we will also be part of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, so that we would no longer be in bondage to sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. But if we died with Messiah, we believe that we will also live with him, knowing that Messiah, being raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin, one time, but the life that he lives, he lives to God. Thus consider yourselves also to be dead to sin, but alive to God in Messiah Yeshua, our Lord. That was Romans chapter 6, verses 1 through 11. And that concludes our reading of scriptures for today, which is the reading for Shabbat, the 23rd of April, and the 22nd of Nisan on the Hebrew calendar. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time.